This is PopX Cast, where science fiction meets pop culture. We are a geek podcast for geek culture, so are you ready to get your geek on? Sit back, relax, step out of your TARDIS and warm up your chimichangas because this is PopX Cast. You are listening to PopX Cast, where science fiction meets pop culture. Captain's Log Supplemental. Pop-X Cast. Hasta la vista, baby. Hey guys, welcome to Pop X, where science fiction meets pop culture. I'm Austin Burke, your Appalachian geek at heart. We'd like to welcome everyone joining us live in the PopX.live chat room. Come hang out with us and join the conversation at PopXCast.com. If this is your first time tuning in to PopX, the first 20 minutes or so we run down the headlines since our last show, and then we dive into the show topic at the halfway point. I am joined by Joseph Burke. Joe, how you doing? Oh my God, dude! I am doing fantastic. Happy New Year, Team Pop X. Happy New Year. Happy, happy New. Happy New. Year. Is happy it? Can we still technically do that on the twelfth? Oh yeah. I think you have Never like whole thirty days. Yeah, a thirty-one day window, right? We can still do yeah, that. 30, okay. Okay. 31. Okay. Well, to all of our amazing, faithful listeners and subscribers out there over on YouTube and Facebook Live, hey guys. Happy New Year! It is good to be yeah. back here in 2020. Pop X in 2020. Lindsay Badger, you hey. you helped me start this thing in 2016. Isn't it crazy? We're like, in 2020 so now. What the heck? My mind Jeez. is blown. We are a product yeah. of Blab that is still going. Our precious baby. How does that happen? So much. Oh, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, listen, guys. I'm your host, Joseph Burke, Central Florida seasoned comic book nerd and retro enthusiast. And, yes, I do consider myself a nerd. I saw an article the other day that the word nerd is becoming one of those words now that's a trigger word for society. Well, guess what? I am a nerd, and I'm proud of it. So there you go. Put that in your tailpipe and smoke it. But we're a part of an amazing (laughs) network of creative collectives from the vast expanse known only as the creative multiverse. I do want to pause for a minute and say for this week, we are now streaming directly to the creative multiverse in our private Facebook group. If you are a creative and you are part of the Aren't you wary that is going on right now? Welcome, guys. This is the other side of what the Creative Multiverse is. We are also a podcast streaming network as Can well. Can I just say that we have some super duper talented people? It over has been fantastic seeing the artwork that these people are coming up with. Yeah. And it's not just drawings. No, oh, no. We've had video, we've had mm-hmm. knitting, we've had poetry. Um, yeah, poetry. Yep. And, and it's amazing. Like, cornucopia of talent over there a cornucopia and, of talent yes hashtag it's that just right beautiful now, please, i love everything someone. and keep it up everyone <laughs> but this network of creatives is lightly sprinkled with talent that surpasses even what our own imaginations could even fathom so for more information on the creative multiverse please visit us on our facebook group on twitter and on instagram 
You can find us at all three at The Creative Multiverse, and we're eager to see what the creative talents awaits within you. And Lindsay Badger? Well, friends, if you haven't figured it out yet, I am your favorite geeky okey from the greatest Midwest state, Oklahoma. And if you missed the last episode, like I did, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> but I did catch the replay of episode 104, where we talked about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Mm. Make sure you go over to our official website at popxcast.com for this and all of the other great past shows from the PopX Collective Archive. And also, before you leave, make sure you head over to Google Play or iTunes after tonight's show and click on that wonderful, super awesome, happy, shiny subscribe button and catch <laughs> up on some amazing shows from the PopX Archive. And, you know, yeah. give us some love with that five-star rating. Give us some review. TLC, please. You, That'd no, be great. We, you know. it, it, it's, it just gives us so much It makes me feel good waking up and seeing that we've had somebody else review our <laughs> podcast. I'm just... You know, I'm going to throw that out there. Yes. But, yeah. Anyway, uh, so yes, uh, welcome everybody. Uh, this is so good to be back with you in the new year. And like, like Lindsay said, make sure you leave us a comment wherever you subscribe from. Uh, we're also on Spotify now too. I know when you hear a lot of us talking about iTunes and all the other places, but mm -hmm. Spotify accounts, this seems to be one of those hubs right now where, you know, you're, if you're if you're streaming to Spotify, you're, you probably got it going on. So uh, oh, definitely yeah. check us out over there as well. Now, with all that said, we're going to kick off the news, so don't go nowhere. We got some Pop X news coming your way. Extra, extra, read all about it. This is Pop X News coming to you live right here on popxcast.com. <laughs> oh my God, that is so it's funny. I, I, I'm sorry, I have to maximize this for a second just for, just for effect. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Let's just let that soak in there for a I'm minute. You, Mike finds the greatest. I don't know how he does it. He's he's amazing. Mike, you com you complete me, Mike. Well, le leading off the week this week in the news, uh, we have our very own Mr. Austin Burke has officially achieved one heck of a milestone, and that this past week has he officially crossed fifty thousand subs on YouTube. Now you know anybody that's been uh, been a content creator and has tried to push out content on YouTube knows that this is. <laughs> I can't with Mike. This is an insane feat. I mean, it's 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 really crazy. Kind of like you know, when you hit ten thousand, I would be happy. You just hit fifty k. I'm like, what? And I'm living vicariously through you, Austin. So hope hopefully that's okay. But you know, you have literally for the past four years put every bit of fiber of your being into this: blood, sweat, tears, love, passion for film and television, and just creating something that is uniquely you. And you can tell that you're passionate about what you do in every video that you create. And so as we're kicking off 2020, in this awesome milestone that you have you have achieved and was able to celebrate this past week and weekend, uh, I just want to let you know from all of us here at PopX and myself definitely included on top of that list, dude, we love you. Congrats on hitting 50, 50K. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you have an acceptance speech or anything? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Putting you on the spot uh, here. Seriously, guys, I, I appreciate it. It was um, something I never thought I would hit on YouTube, honestly. It started out as just a kind of a, a thing, you mm -hmm. know, and it grew into something more. And now hopefully it's going to be a career at some point. So that's awesome. Uh, I appreciate it. And I mean, you know, Joe, I, I, I put a lot of time into it, but mm -hmm. a lot of it spawns from what we do on here, you know, coming over here and, and, and talking comic books and movies and, and shows. And I carry that energy over into my channel and, and, and build up that community in both places. So it's really cool, man. And 
and 50k is awesome um don't know what my next milestone is but we're just we're gonna keep doing what we do and see what happens man man but, but i appreciate y'all man it means a lot i'm telling you dude you're 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 a freaking man beast for what you're doing it's just insane <laughs> just to, i mean just continue doing what you're doing and we're you know what we're gonna be right when you hit 100k so oh, yeah. that's right around the corner. All I know is that whenever I get those notifications for new videos popping up on the channel, I'm like, where in the world does this boy have time to sleep? I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't sleep. It's insane how many videos you're pushing out constantly. He was, so in, my, he was in my house this past year, and he was creeping around the house in the wee hours <laughs> of the morning, and my dogs are freaking out. But at the same time, I was, I was knowing he was working. But it's also, too, it's not only a labor of love, but it's also... It's what he loves to do. It's his job. It's one of his things. And you can tell. Yeah. For sure. Austin, you get the honors of leading us into Mr. Kevin Feige here. So can we make a transition from 50K oh. to Kevin Feige? Oh, Kevin Feige. Oh, <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. So Kevin Feige and his team at Marvel Studios are busier than they have ever been. With Avengers Endgame fully out of the way, the studio is working on expanding the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, at an incredible rate largely thanks in part to the addition of Disney+. Plus. So the production house is so busy, the entire next phase of the MCU very well could be filmed by the end of this year. Whoa. Just 18 months after it was first announced at San Diego Comic-Con in 2019. This is, um, and we're talking, you know, not necessarily superhero fatigue, comic book fatigue, but this is a lot, right? So how do you all feel about the fact that we are... Um, expanding this into from 23 movies into multiple shows and even more movies than we've ever had. I, I, all right. Uh, I'll hit this up first. Okay. I, I think this is a pretty awesome feat because now they have Disney plus they have a platform yeah. and a medium that they never had two years ago to create content. And we're starting to see some of that content filter out. I mean, we all fell in love with Mandalorian this past winter in, in the Christmas season, right? I mean, who could not wait for Friday to drop and when you saw the next episode of Mandalorian? Because mm -hmm. I know I was sitting there. If 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 the level of production... I mean, you were watching Mandalorian. You thought you were in a daggone movie theater. The CGI was just freaking beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. And imagine, imagine with me for a minute what the Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and, and the Loki spinoff series, what this is going to do for people... That used to like, oh, did you see Mar Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this week, how it tied into Thor Dark World and blah, 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 blah. Now, yeah, imagine what that's going to do for the next phase of Marvel. All that tied into that one episode of WandaVision where she had that flashback, yeah. whatever. I know I, I'm mm -hmm. saying hypothetically, but it's all, it's all going to be so interesting. Dude, I am freaking stoked for this. Lindsay, what about you? Um, I kind of approach this with almost a devil's advocate kind of thought processes because the nerd inside me is screaming and overjoyed with the future. It looks shiny and bright for Marvel Studios and they just recently announced that they're doing um, Deadpool. Yes. Like a green light for that too and that's not yeah. even on this list. Um, yeah. But um, the thing that I'm very concerned about is because of the demand not only from the box office but also the streaming service is the quality mm. going to still be up to the same expectation? And that is really my only concern is, are they going to water it down and stretch it out to where people are going to start losing interest and it's going to start feeling cheap? It could happen. Like we saw what happened with Daredevil and Defenders. And the quality and the things that drew you and sucked you in for those 10 years. Yeah. So that's well, really my only big concern. They kind of They kind of did that with Defenders for me. 
I mean, they build up defenders on Netflix. Like it was this yes. amazing glorified series and it turned out to be nothing more than a bunch of heroes sitting in and an apartment room, having dialogue together. Concern with having that's all it was. In there was but. how much action was in defenders? Really? Yeah, it was, it was very boring. It was, it was very boring. It was show. very boring. Yeah. And Lindsay, you do make a very valid point. And I think though, if they can continue on with getting people like Taika Waititi, John Favreau, those mm -hmm. kind of heavy hitters that's to be a part of this production process, I think they may try to alleviate that deadness and create more of an atmosphere of mystery. So, yeah, keep but craving more. That's, that's all I exactly right. Yes. All right. So uh, let's move on here with the news. Uh, Austin, uh, let's see, Lindsay Badger, you're going to tell us all a little right. bit about some Blue Beetle, Beetle, aren't you? All right. Blue Beetle has surged into popularity in the last few years, and it looks like the younger incarnation of the hero might be getting his chance on even a bigger stage. Ooh. HBO Max is developing a series based on the DC comic character. Other details are unavailable at this time, but this would represent another big swing for the company as they try to bolster their offering as the streaming wars heat up. Mm. HBO is going to have to do something to stand out amongst all the other offerings available. Isn't that the truth? Yes, it is. Blue Beetle, along with some of the other DC series, could go a long way towards providing some extra value for this service. There is already some bolstering on the way with Stargirl and some of the other DC Universe fare ready to be shared across the platforms. So fans will have to wait and see what materializes. You know, I, I, I here's something too, Lizzie. You you, you were you were talking about how HBO is going to have to kind of step up a little bit in terms of like you know the DC world of stories. Yes. Because we're seeing a huge oversaturation right now of Marvel stuff, especially oh, with Disney yeah. Plus. But whatever happened to DC Online? They've kind of they they kind of like focused all of their energy on their own internal streaming service that was so closed yeah. off, close knit that I think they're gonna have to really yeah. work hard to catch up i don't know if mike can share any insight on that but i haven't heard anything announced i know they're still doing titans but okay. in terms of swamp thing season two or specific like i, I mean lineup of announcements but I, I don't i don't know what's up mikey you're muted there but uh, you might want to unmute your yeah. microphone but what is um, dc online doing right now um they seem to be focusing a lot on the animated stuff. Uh, they dropped mm -hmm. uh, the new Harley Quinn show, which seems so to be they are making new content. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, um, I, they just had the new season of Titans. I haven't caught up on that yet. Uh, supposedly, the next season of uh, Doom Patrol should be coming. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're really kind of focusing on their TV shows and animated stuff. Um, not really anything, you know, more like you know. Uh, you know, movie, any kind of, you know, made for the streaming service movie, something like how Disney Plus would do. Right. Um, well, at so least, I mean, kind of where it's at in their big comic book section just keeps evolving. And that's pretty much about it that I've seen. Okay. Well, you answered my question. At least they are, to some extent, producing content. And that's a good thing because I, for the past four or five months, I've not heard much about DC online. So, well, their marketing of it doesn't seem to be, you know, as big as, you know, either Disney Plus would be or like yeah. Amazon. It just seems like these shows just just appear. Like I didn't know about the Harley Quinn until I just logged into the service just to kind of see what was yeah, going on. Uh, and it was just there, so yeah. I started watching and I I blew through it in like two days. It was about ten episodes or eight wow. episodes. I actually thought it was quite good. I mean, it's not for 
younger audiences. It's a oh, it's an adult one, like okay, one, yeah, mm-hmm. right. animated type show, but it's it's actually quite good. You know, they should have. You know, it's almost like Netflix marketing. Yeah. You just throw it on there and hopefully you find it. I know they're getting ready to release Red Sun, which is the story of if if Superman was a Russian-born native. Yeah. And, and and so if, if, you've, if you're never familiar with Red Sun, they're getting ready to release that on Warner Brothers Animated. So that should be dropping on DC Online soon. All right, cool, Mike. Thanks, dude. And so continuing on with uh, the news this week, we got American comedy legend Mr. Buck Henry has passed away following a heart attack. Now, the veteran writer had worked on Saturday Night Live, one of my favorite shows, and created the beloved spy comedy Get Smart. We all remember that. He was 89 years old. Now, Henry also wrote The Graduate, uh, widely regarded as one of the best feature film comedies ever made. Henry also had a writing Emmy for the Get Smart in 1967 and a pair of Oscar nominations, one for adopted screenplay for The Graduate and the other directing 1978's Warren, Warren Beatty dramedy, Heaven Can Wait. And so uh, definitely some uh, Hollywood royalty uh, crossing the bridge this week. And I definitely want to give a big shout out to all the friends of followers of Rush as well. If you're not in the rock and roll scene, you may have heard the news that, uh, that one of the greatest drummers of all time uh, passed away this weekend. And if you don't know who the Rush's drummer is, well, then shame on you. You have not. Look at Mike. He's he is it. so quick. He's got that pick. Dude, how did he get that pick so quick? My gosh. I actually was going to bring that up, waiting for you to finish because... Uh, oh, well, was, Mike's I, got more to say. I to add it to the news. I was... I had it set up and I forgot to put it on the news to yeah. right after this. This is why Mike has his job. This is why Mike's on it, man. I'm telling you. Greatest band, I mean, up there with the Beatles and Queen and, you know. Uh, Aren't they Hall of Famers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Years ago, after like 10 years, it finally, they finally got in. So. What a great drummer, dude. And I, I will say this, that uh, all the Blue Man Group shows across the nation on this past Saturday all the drummers, especially here in Orlando, I know this because of my friends that are in Orlando, dedicated their show to him as well and to the band oh, Rush. And so they held up their cymbals at half mast. So they took their oh. cymbals off the drums and they held them right, you know, right over their heart. And uh, so big dude in the drummer community uh, passed away. Wow. So a lot of Blue Man Group drummers really looked up. So anyway, moving along. That's some sad news. But uh, Austin, you're up. Let's make it make it more happy. Make, uh, make it more in happy. 2019, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment officially announced the PlayStation 5, uh, and since then, it hasn't said much about the next-gen console. However, according to PlayStation boss Jim Ryan, Sony has plenty left to reveal about the console. Uh, the tease came during a recent interview with Business Insider Japan, where the head of PlayStation talked about a variety of things. According to Ryan, there are still more unique elements to reveal about the PS5. Uh, further, the PlayStation executive teases that among these elements are the bigger differences that separate it from the previous PlayStation consoles. Each time a new console is released, the processor and graphics improve. Obviously, mm-hmm. those are enticing, of course, uh, but we need to have special appeals as well. We already have confirmed the use, and we talked about this a little bit, uh, of a solid-state drive. Having load times that are next to nothing is a major change. 3D right. audio and the haptic feedback support of the controller are also things um, that when you try them, you will be surprised at how big a change they are. The bigger differences, we don't know what those are we yet. Don't know what those they are have yet. yet to be announced. So the PlayStation 5 is set to release sometime holiday 2020. 
20. Now, yes. this is um, just from what we've discussed, and Joe, we discussed this a ways back, what could yeah. be entailed with, with, the, the, with the PS5. We did. So I want to know your thoughts because you're a big PlayStation guy. Yes, yes. What are you thinking about this, man? Well, I mean, I have every single PlayStation console made, so yeah. let me get that out. You know, I'm a little bit of a fanboy of the, of the Sony brand. <laughs> But the PS5 is definitely going to be a game changer with the haptic feedback and stuff. And there was some uh, patent leaks that came out a couple of months ago on one of their controllers. And it had, uh, you know, if you have you ever held a PlayStation 4 controller and that big button that's in the middle, like the home button you can click? Mm -hmm. That's going to be an actual OLED screen. And it's going to give you real-time feedback as you're playing. So you're going to feel things. Like that. Yeah, you're going to feel things, yeah. buzzes, and triggers as you're playing it. So you're going to get cool. you're going to get sensory feedback in the game. So think about it when you're playing Call of Duty and your controller shakes and vibrates every time you die and you have to spawn again. Mm -hmm. Well, with haptic feedback, you're going to get various clicks and sounds and and feedback things on the screen that's going to tell you what's going on mid game. So it's going to be wow. really interesting to see. I mean, I know Xbox also is planning out their next console as well. And they're going to be definitely competing with PlayStation 5. I don't know if they're going to be competing uh, at the same time frame as holiday 2020, but we will see. But one of the things that I'm really super excited for is that they have signed on with NVIDIA to create a, an exclusive video card chip that is going to be, it's exclusively made for PlayStation. It's a very heavily modified micro video processing chip that is is unlike anything that's ever been created in terms of video processing. And couple that with an SSD solid state drive, which means there's no moving parts. That means that the data transfer is going to be almost instantaneously. So when you go and load a game, there's going to be no more bar. It's going to go straight into the game you're playing. So it's wow. going to be insane. And um, I think couple that with the video processing, the RAM that's going to be added and all that stuff, it's going to be a mean, lean gaming machine, no pun intended. But it's just going to be that. I mean, it's going to be a gamer's paradise. And that's just what they've only announced. Everything else, we don't know. How is it going to connect into social media? What's going to be the connectivity features? How is this going to be for, you know, somebody that's on on the Internet like Ali A? I don't know if you know who that is on YouTube. He's a big gamer. How's it going to affect him? You know, so yeah. we'll see. Mm. Yeah, I know my household is super pumped about it. Oh, yeah. It's gonna. It's already on the Christmas wish lists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The day that it gets announced, I'll be at GameStop. Oh, like, all right, here, take my money. Will be, you will break the internet on pre-order day. I will. Day. I will break the internet on pre-order day. But uh, <laughs> if are you excited for PlayStation Five? Because if you are, please leave a comment down below and let us know. Are you planning on getting it for 2020 uh, this holiday season? Uh, if so, what game titles are you excited to see on the PS Five? Yeah. Me personally, I'd have to say Call of Duty, but well, Joe kind of is partial to that franchise. All right, moving on here. <laughs> All right, friends. Well, if you are a CW fan, you can breathe a sigh of relief. Today. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> All right, the neck the network has officially announced it's renewed essentially all of the original programming for 2020-2021 season. So wow. if you are a fan of DC Comics and you like all of the mm. series on the CW, you're going to get so much goodness of the <laughs> Arrowverse that you just can't hardly stand it. <laughs> wow. The news out of the Television Critics Association press tour is especially good news. The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, mm. Batwoman, and Black Lightning will all be back next season. 
and renewal brings the flash up to season seven wow. supergirl and legends of season six black lightning to season four and batwoman to season two now you guys know um, that the green arrow has wrapped completely yes it is storyline yeah. but there is so much more that is within the little universe or arrowverse as they call it it's just a great story to keep up with and i have gotten behind way behind I, on I keeping too. up with all of those but i know it's just a fantastic little world that they have built yeah dc's kind of got a niche there they, they do they, they, they created a niche and it, it started with arrow and and there. and for me uh, my gosh i'm like literally two years behind on all these shows i, I mean, think i'm right there with you yeah, the Thankfully last time Netflix still pushes it out, so I can catch up. A the, the, I tell you, I tell you, the last villain I saw was the one that was on Flash, the guy that was in the wheelchair with the brain. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, that was too. that's when that's I stopped cool. because I was just like, I can't keep up with everything. There yeah. was just too overwhelmed. Yeah, that's that's There's kind no of where I stopped. I stuck with the but, arrow to the end. Though. Yeah, I mean, um, all right, guys, our last one of the week. Here we go. Star Wars: The Clone Wars season seven has a premiere date. We finally got it. A new promotional video of the official Disney website reveals that the show's finale final season will come to Disney Plus on February the 17th. We finally get a closure. Now that fans know when the show's final act will begin, the series began with Star Wars The Clone Wars, the theatrical film in 2008. Now the film served as a series pilot. The computer animated show uh, continued for five seasons on Cartoon Network. Netflix picked up the series for its sixth season and dubbed The Lost Missions, which debuted in 2014. Now the Clone Wars legacy project followed. In cons uh, consisted of comics, novels, anim animatronic based, and unfinished Star Wars The Clone Wars episodes. Now George Lucas created Star Wars The Clone Wars. Director-producer David Fellini uh, has overseen this series since its start. He announced that to the seventh season at Comic-Con and is looking forward to finishing what he and Lucas began almost over a decade ago. So it's pretty cool to see these, these 3D animation, and I have seen several of these, and they are very well done. Especially, uh, I saw the lightsaber one. With, uh, there was a lightsaber duo with Darth Maul. And uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I think, at one point, And it was just pretty awesome. Have you seen if, any of these, Austin? There was, oh, yeah. If there was someone to kind of follow up in Lucas's footsteps, and I, I think it would be Dave. Dave really took that franchise. And he worked really hard with, with Favreau on, um, on The Mandalorian as well, mm -hmm. which feels to me the most like the original trilogy so far it out does. of the new Disney era. So, so he's done a wonderful job with this series, man. And I cannot wait to see what they do with interlinking these stories with this final season to see where these characters progress mm. to because that was something that was missing for a lot of hardcore fans i just i can't believe disney plus brought, brought it back they did this one for the fans uh and this is going to be a really big passion project for him man so this is really really exciting and i think people people are going to watch it like crazy i so think, I think they're going to eat it up i really do and uh, yeah this is going to give me motivation because i never did finish the clone wars and so now I have a golden opportunity to go back and do that now that it's all on streaming platforms and just readily yeah. available. And they're not very long episodes either, so you can pretty you yeah. can get through them pretty pretty easily. Uh, not that you want, would want to get through them pretty quickly or easily, but uh, they're pretty awesome. So with all that said, guys, we are getting ready to transition now. That's the news for us, well, since the last episode back in December. But, uh, man, we had some really good stuff to talk about this week. And I'm just so excited because when we were getting ready to plan episode 105, I was talking to Mike right at the turn of the year. And he's like, well, let's do a show on the things that we're excited to see in 2020. And I was like, man, 
that's a good idea. Then Mike went on to say, well, let's just do our top five or top three things that we are excited for. And I was just sitting there like, uh, okay, cool. I got you. <laughs> nice notes. But um, I was sitting there looking at, um, uh, let's just do our top three. Let's share that and just kind of see what we're excited for in the year ahead. And so with that, we're going to go in reverse order. And uh, hopefully, if, if I want to hear your top three as well. If there's something as we're going through these, if, if what are your top three that you're excited for? So if you're in the chat, you're watching this on live, you're on Facebook or wherever, hey, send us a tweet. Let us know what's your top three things you're excited for for 2020, okay? All right. Okay. So moving on here, uh, let's, let's let ladies first. Let's okay. let ladies go first. Well, um, I know whenever I was going through my list, 2020 and also 2021 are going to be jam-packed with good nerdy goodness all yes. through all the months of the year. So it was super hard for me to whittle down some. And I know that we had some duplicates, so I kind of changed mine up last minute. So we're just going to kind of roll with the punches. Hey, that's on fine that. with me. I'm going to kick off yeah. my list. Not a movie, not a show, but mm. a video game title that I think everybody is <laughs> yeah. so fast. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 featuring our favorite Keanu Reeves as Keanu. one of the star players. He's a mercenary that is his essential goal is immortality. And it's a role playing game that's set in the future. You've got like this sports car that looks almost like a Mandalorian and a Corvette had a baby. <laughs> I mean, it's really <laughs> incredible graphics and artwork that's been coming out for this. And my husband's super pumped for it. I'm super pumped for it, and I'm not even the biggest gamer in the world, so I know that this is going to really hit the top charts, and there's a lot of really cool other titles coming out for the the coming months, actually mm -hmm. the next 30 days or so, actually, there's a lot of them, but this one really has piqued some interest in my household for sure, so I wanted to make sure to throw that into the pile of coolness to talk about for this show well cyberpunk cyberpunk 2077 now you are definitely going to be playing this game right you're going to be oh, one of the yes yeah now, i'm in, <laughs> not as dedicated to getting yeah. the storyline knocked out as quickly as some other people but you want to control keanu just but admit you know it you admit it be up in there getting getting some keanu getting love some action in there yeah. absolutely that's awesome absolutely. and that's actually a really great pull because you know that's the beautiful thing about this show is it's not necessarily tv or film it can be anything in pop culture in general or it could be something in your own personal life that you're just excited for 2020 yeah. is a big year for a lot of people and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do this to encourage you but cyberpunk yeah i definitely will feel you there badger yeah. I probably will have to get this game as well because I saw the trailer a and bit it, of a Terminator vibe it, to it. does. And it also That's reminds probably. me, you remember that uh, movie that came out with Justin Timberlake in time where he has a, number, a limited kind of reminds me of that a little bit where he's well, got good, the time yeah. on his wrist. Always, the, the main focus is like you're searching for upgrading all of your implants. Everybody mm. like has an implant here for this and that. And yeah. it's kind of like a cybernetic world. That's awesome. It's That's cool. It's very interesting. If you haven't heard about it, I strongly encourage you to look it up and, and educate yourself. Educate yourself. For good. I like Super it. Cool. Okay. Hey, Mike, what's your number three? What do you got over there, Mike? Oh, look at him. He's just like, Ooh. he didn't know I was going to call on him. Never so I was just, I, I, we know. You know. <laughs> He's on his game, though. Did you see that? Less than a two-second turnaround. Dude, I'm oh, telling you. Jump the gun on that he's, one. He's, he's got to beat his sweat coming down. <laughs> All right, what's your number three, bub? Uh, number three, we're going to go with um, CBS All Access Picard. 
I'm really Ooh, looking forward to that, um, you know, throwback to the, I mean, I grew up on Next Generation. Yes. So it's going to be, you know, a bunch of characters from there, especially uh, also Voyager. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to it. I know there hasn't been, you know, the greatest response to it so far, but I don't really follow that too much. I will see for myself. No. Just along, oh, yeah. along the lines with any other thing, you know. So uh, Picard, so man. Negatives and positive to it. So I'm kind of looking forward to that and, uh, you know. Kind of well, you know it, it. You know it got renewed for season two, yeah, already before the right. before season one is even aired. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was reading an article uh, the other day. Um, I, they were talking about some of the characters that are coming over, like Data and Number yeah. One uh, and stuff like that from uh, from the show. And they said that the how did they say this? It was News Weekly, I think, that this show is going to rewrite the history of the Next Generation. Yeah. yeah, there's like going to be things that are that once this show airs is going to kind of rewrite everything that happened in the 90s. I'm like, whoa, wow. how's he do awesome. So well, it's going to be pretty that, cool. Um, Star Trek as a franchise <laughs> has a ruthlessly dedicated oh, yeah. love for yes. tons and tons of people, and um, I actually myself took it took it upon myself to binge watch the entirety of Next Generations over did. the summer. Nice. And so I am like over the moon excited about this series just because it's so fresh in my mind, everything that has happened. So I'm really excited about where they take the characters in their journey. That's awesome. Well, awesome. What is your number three? What are you excited for this year? So uh, we saw a Picard trailer earlier and Madison goes, is is it, who's he playing? Is it, is it Patrick Stewart? And I said, Oh, let me, let me tell you. So I went on the big tirade and she's like, okay, I'll have to watch that with you. So that, that should be a fun little thing for the both of us. But, um, but my number three, I'm actually kind of cheating. I'm combining Uh-oh. all of the Marvel television uh, coming to, to Disney Plus this year, which Fair is enough. only two shows. It's, it's WandaVision and um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. But I'm so curious to see what happens here, right? This yeah. is new territory for MCU lovers alike. And this is something that, you know, really could change the game for Marvel Studios if we get two successful shows in a row. And I know inevitably there has to be one clunker. And we don't know if that's going to be a movie or a TV show, but something has to fail, right? Can Kevin Feige keep this up? Well, so far, so good. We've not really had a... And even if we haven't loved some of the films like Thor The Dark World, Iron Man 2, they've still been box office successes. So, yeah, it didn't suck. No, it, yeah, exactly. by no means. It, and it, doesn't, it, it didn't suck, right? They were just average, but that's still pretty incredible for what Feige's been doing. So the, the thing that worries me the most is, one, what Lindsay said earlier. I think you hit the nail on the head. And two, fans of the MCU may be a little frustrated that they have to keep up with both TV and movies to be invested in the lore uh, if they're more casual fans. But I also find that as something that will keep them watching the TV and we'll keep them watching the movies. Uh, so I think this will be cool, man. And out of those two shows, I'm probably more excited about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, but I think WandaVision is going to be awesome as well, especially if the rumors come true and it ties into Doctor Strange, man. So those two things have me pumped. Uh, and, and that's the we'll talk about some TV on your all's list that I am yeah. maybe just as excited for. But that's the TV oh, yeah. I want to talk I about. Man. Marvel TV. Awesome. Well, before I share mine, I want to go over to the chat room because one of our faithful subscribers, Mr. Sean Hockney, wanted to share his three. He said, number one, uh, I'll go in reverse order. Number three is Godzilla versus King Kong. All right, so uh, Kong. Uh, Number two, Top Gun Maverick. 
Uh, he's he's yeah. excited for that yes, one. Yes, that was on my list as well. And number one, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Uh, he's looking for oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. so he's good. excited I'm for that one. Man, Lego anything. Yeah. I love Lego. Who doesn't love Lego? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but Sean, thank you so much for being a faithful subscriber and listener to the show. We appreciate dude, you, man. We, lo we love you, dude. All right, so for my number one, I'm actually excited. This is going to be one of Marvel's heavy hitters coming out, and I actually was so grateful to pick up this book this week. This is The Eternals. This mm -hmm. is the first appearance, and you can look at that beautiful Jack Kirby artwork right there. Yeah. It is just amazing, uh, but I'm excited for The Eternals. I'm excited to see where Marvel can go because the only way we can go now is to go cosmic. And mm -hmm. so at this point, now that in the world post Thanos, what does the heroes and what does the, the superheroes of Marvel, how do they pick up the pieces and move forward? Yeah. And I think going yeah. back to the Eternals and telling the story of the gods of Marvel, the yeah. guys who were there before time was, I think it's going to be really interesting to, to, to get the story and to see, hopefully we may see the introduction of Galactus or the, the backstory of the Watchers. I don't know. None of us know. I would know. love to learn more about the Watchers. I would love to, too. I mean, I know all the story about it in the comics, but I would love to see the cinematic adaptation of it. But I think, you know, I was just so blessed. Now, you can get this comic right now at your store. This is what's called a facsimile. Marvel has been doing this all year. They have recreated all of their old vintage comics that are based on things that are current right now. So you think about X-Men, you think about the House of X mm. and everything that they're going through. Uh, the Eternals is one of those things. I'm just going to show you a panel. This is all Jack Kirby. Look how beautiful that is. Yeah, man. It's just amazing oh artwork. The dude was just years ahead of his time. I, I love his art. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, you can see a lot of his art on some of the backgrounds in Thor Ragnarok, especially when oh, he's. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. A lot of yeah. his artwork. Too. Anyway, glorious. moving on. I'm just really excited to see where Marvel can go. I'm excited for Black Widow. Trust me, I can do, I can do Scarlet Joe any day of the week. But. I'm excited to see where they go in this frame and how this is going to connect and tie into things like Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Mayhem. How's it going to, what's going to happen there? So for me, that's my number three. All right. So let's go back to Lindsay Badger for number two. All right. Number two, we're uh, still keeping it a little bit out of our normal box, I suppose. It is a show. Okay. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Have you guys all seen this? I have heard about this. Austin has. Look at look, yes. look at Mike. All right. So this one's a little bit outside of our, our norm picks, but um, I have fallen in love with Mrs. Maisel. Um, she is a Jewish housewives. The, the series mm -hmm. starts in the 1950s. She has the perfect life and like the up, upper east side of the you know the the fancy town in manhattan and all this stuff and anyway she gets divorced and like her whole entire world changes she's forced to move back in with her parents and she's starts this comedic career and all this other stuff and she is just hilarious that's awesome i can't wait now, to this see this series that i thought that i would be watching by myself because i have a lot wider palette of shows that i like to watch and my husband not so much he, I actually caught him watching a whole entire episode oh, yeah. while he was in transition from moving from one room to another, and he stayed there and watched <laughs> the whole thing with me. Really? He actually <laughs> really, really, really likes this series, too. So don't judge the book by its cover on this show. If mm -hmm. you've ever seen it, I strongly suggest you watch it. They've won tons of awards. 
for all of the characters, not just the main one, and even just the the outfits, the colors that they use, everything is wonderful. So uh, season four is coming out this year, and I am really looking forward to this one. I ha- I will have to tell Alex about it. And you said that they're Jewish immigrants. No, they're they're they're. It's just a Jewish family. Yeah, right. I'm in the. I think the mother's French. Are they in? Um, are going to France for a little bit in one of the. I think nice. Okay. Cool. Because my, uh, I know Alex, my wife. She likes you know reading into the, uh, the Holocaust and like you know just yeah. she she dives into the stories like you know Anne Frank mm-hmm. and just the heartfelt uh, stories like that. Yeah. So even that's though a, she, even though she is divorced, she still has a good relationship with her her ex husband and nice. their children and and they you get to meet his family and how they integrate and they work things out together. It's a wonderful little love roller coaster. Dig it, 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 it mm-hmm. kind of keeps you guessing, which I really yeah. enjoy that part. All right, Mr. Mike Ippolito, what is your number two, sir? Share us. Um, what are you excited number for? Two, and they're gonna go with uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Ooh, yeah. ooh. Just by the trailer alone, I mean, by that it looks. <laughs> A lot better than the first. You one. just you just wanted to hear the '80s song, right? You just wanted to hear that song. That yeah, 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 we love all the retro. Yeah, all the retro goodness. Can't beat it. That's a trash can, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm curious to see how Steve Trevor is going to come back. That's, uh, that's yeah. My big question. That's my big question yeah, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out. but uh, that was actually it was a toss up between that and the Eternals. Uh, but I just kind of leaned a little more wonderful since you picked Joe. You picked the Eternals. I went yeah. with the Wonder Woman on that and. Uh, so I'm kind of really looking forward, you know, to that coming out. And, and it seems to me like, and don't don't hold me to this. It feels like Wonder Woman is like their cash cow right now because even though Aquaman is 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 years from production again for Aquaman two, it seems like Wonder Woman is definitely like their definitive. This is a good property. Gal Gadot is a great actress. We got a good thing going on here. Let's not screw this up. And it kind of that's kind of like what i'm feeling right now like it's their yeah. only good thing they have cinematically until the batman comes out i won't I'm say anything to begin some birds of prey because i think birds of prey is probably going to be a very adult mm-hmm. type oh, yeah. story if you know what i'm saying so i mean i think if if patty jenkins knocks this one out i think she's secured a good spot in in the dc universe oh, yeah, uh, yeah. they yeah. need to kind of move her in a little bit after this film if it, if it turns out as good as you know they're expecting it you know they they need to move her in a little closer and she needs to start taking on other projects you know at the D, in the dc world so i, I, I definitely you. like to see that she did an amazing job with the first one wow yeah. i mean i have to agree with you too i mean it was definitely a struggle for me i was like oh man eternals widow mm-hmm. wonder woman 84 i'm like yeah yeah, Good yeah the, the lists are hard to make out when you only have to pick three yeah <laughs> so it's kind of like all of our picks are all of our lists <laughs> Austin Burke, what's your number yeah. two, man? You know, that was the that was the fight for me too, is those three films. Uh I ended up going with Eternals, uh, but I talked about Marvel TV instead because I'm like, oh, Joe can talk about Eternals, but man, I cannot wait for that movie. But my number two is a Christopher Nolan film. Uh oh. The man behind what I believe to be the greatest comic book movie of all time in the Dark Knight and Inception and Interstellar yes. and Dunkirk and name it it's probably close to a masterpiece so this is uh this is a film that deals with most likely time travel now we don't know exactly what it deals with yet oh i know uh, what but you're it's talking described about described as an action epic revolving around international espionage time travel 
evolution, and preventing World War III. Now tell me that doesn't sound exciting. Shut up and, and take the time. cast. <laughs> yeah, man. Seriously, this is and it's uh, budgeted at two hundred million dollars. Oh, well, this will be fun. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So the the trailer is so cool because Tenet, of course, what's the word? Is a, a palindrome, right? If it's uh yeah. Uh, so T N T E N E T. And just if you look at the title, you can kind of tell where this this is going. I feel like there's going to be two converging storylines, and they're going to meet in the middle. But here's the thing. In the trailer, Denzel Washington's son, John David Washington, is actually going through time forwards, but time around him is moving backwards. Oh. Yeah. Cars are going in reverse. Boats are going in reverse. Buildings are crashing the opposite way. Uh, and he's being assisted by Robert Pattinson. So this movie looks incredible. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, man. This could now, be the next big original film. Now, isn't this... I heard rumors, rumors, if you will, rumors mm -hmm. bubbling that this may tie into Interstellar and Inception. That, that is somehow all of that. this one is connected. And I, you know, I don't, I don't want to throw it out there that it is, but Reddit said that there was rumors that you. I don't read every. You can't. You can't listen to everything you hear on the internet, but. Of course. But I heard that somehow in Christopher Nolan's mind that they're all intertwined. If you're I, I, those, oh, yes. Go ahead, oh, Austin. Yeah. I, yes. I kind of predicted it right before, before this is way back that this could tie into Inception. But if you just compare the two posters, <laughs> the first poster for Inception and the first poster for Tenet are laid out almost the exact same with the same color and the same font. So... To me, there's something going on there. Now, maybe this isn't the case, and it's just, you know, Nolan fanboys, but there may be something there. And if that's the case, man, uh, once again, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for the... Well, Christopher Nolan, I mean, created one of the best Batman trilogies of all time. I mean, I'm just going to drop He's it right amazing. there. He's amazing. Yeah. Holy yeah, cow. That, that poster thing is either they did it intentionally or they need to hire a new graphic designer. One yeah. or the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my number two, and we're going to be getting to our number one very soon. We talked about it earlier in the news tonight, so if you were listening and paying close attention, you would know that I was super excited for this, the PlayStation 5. Um, yeah. So I am super excited. I will be going to pre-order mine the day it drops, uh, and I will be, you know, I'm just so excited because it's almost like a tradition, like every four or five years when the new next console comes out. I have this this Joeism, where I will go to the local GameStop, throw in my fifty bucks, get the pre-order going, and and just you know getting the excitement as as you make your pre-order and you're waiting and you're building and you're seeing the titles coming out for the game and mm -hmm. what the next Call of Duty name is going to be, what the next Mortal Kombat or whatever it's going to be, uh, it's just really like oh my god, this is awesome, you know, and, and just where they're going to take this console to the next level, like. What are they doing with it? How are they going to? How is this going to top PS4? How is this going to top, you know, VR? What are they going to do with it? And so I'm I'm truly freaking excited for the PlayStation yeah. Five. You had mentioned earlier in the news about how they were changing up the the controller, and in this picture that Mikey found has the the screen. Yeah. On oh, the, there it is. Yeah. The controller there that yeah. has the screen on it, which is yeah. That's gonna be fun. You can you and uh, you know people on the internet they scour the 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 document the court documents for these these submitted patents, 
And, you know, you can go through and you can see the Sony Corporation submitted patent. You can even see they predicted things at Walt Disney World that you could build your own lightsaber using these little kyber crystals and it would change the color. Guess what? When Star Wars Galaxy Edge opened up, you there could do that. And it yeah. was just like, we couldn't imagine that two or three years ago. But, mm. you know, you can actually kind of follow the trends. And this is pretty close to what the pattern of the console is going to be like, but it's going to be more of a U-shape. Mm. But uh, we'll see. I don't know. We, we'll, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I'm, a, I'm always a gamer. I'm always a gamer at heart. Video games for me is kind of like a therapy. I, I, I come home. I, I do a lot of things out in the real world in our IRL. And so I am just like when I can sit down in front of my TV and play an hour or two of some games, whatever that is, it it, it, it relaxes me. It gets me into a good state. And so, yeah, that's it. I got to I'm shut up now. So, Lindsay Badger, you have the glorious honor, my dear, to lead All us right. into the we're, number we're one the round of the final top. Here we go. All right. Well, I'm going to just I'm over the moon. I'm super over the moon. I've always been over the moon about over this. Over the moon. Stranger Things, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you. The saga will continue this year. In oh, season yeah. Four, but the last season gave us such a huge cliffhanger that I think I'm even more excited about this season than it's, probably yeah. the second or third season when they came yeah. out. Because oh, we don't know what happened to Hopper. We think he's dead. He might be dead. He might oh, be alive. Hopper's alive. Know. You know he's alive. He walked into the. He walked into the upside down. He he's too much of a badass to not be alive. Come on, right? Hopper's so alive. There's, there's so many new avenues on where this group's going to go because they're older. Mm -hmm. They're um, some of the group has moved out of town. So how are they going to still stay connected as as a tight knit group like they have been? And mm -hmm. they say we're not going to stay. In our friendly little small snuggly town, we're going to be leaving to go to another place, which I'm guessing is Russia, mm -hmm. but it's somewhere mm -hmm. else. Well, you know, Lindsay, to kind of tag along with this, just released this Are week from Dark Horse, the comic they have mm -hmm. dropped a new four-part series. Now, uniquely, if you look, that is a sphinx in ancient Egypt in the background. Ooh. Now, according to this, well, it's not a sphinx. It's just, uh, it, it's it's like a princess uh, setting off the balcony. It looks like she's maybe okay. like a Victorian era, I guess, yeah. looking at it a second time. Anyway, this story is from the group of kids in Chicago who are the special ones. I was ask what you guys thought about bringing those back into the Well, this story life. somehow intertwines, and it's a little bit of a backstory into prequel of season four. Okay. So I don't know if they're going to wrap that story up when... 11 went up to Chicago, but no. I wanted to let you guys know this is on the book stand right now. So a new, no. a new four part series. This is issue one of four. So yeah. go get I it. Know, I know that back when they introduced it originally, it kind of felt awkward for the overall story arc of the, of the series. Right. But if they dove back into that and fleshed it out, I think it would make more sense overall. Or so at least I give really us closure on it. You know, yeah. at least like the loose yeah. ends on that. Find out, where the rest of them went, you right. know, do something with it, please. I, I, so, I um, echo everything you just said. That That is my number one, but it also battles with my anticipation of Mandalorian season two because uh, I just cannot mm. handle the cuteness of baby Yoda and the badass three of the Mandalorian all in one. Well, this is the way 
it should be. <laughs> I have spoken. I but spoke. it is like you know, you're talking about Stranger Things season four. Yes. Another reason why I'm excited for Stranger Things is we get the finality of it at Universal Halloween Horror Nights. So for the past three years, we've gotten the walkthroughs of every house. This year, I'm sure as season four drops in October or late September, whenever, we're probably going to get the finality of that as well. And Austin, you need to come to Orlando to visit Stranger Things. I'm telling you. That sounds awesome. But uh, awesome one. Mike Ippolito, what is your number one, my friend? Uh, Before I get to that, I just want to chime in real quick on the Stranger Things. Um, Some... uh, People I follow around here that kind of keep track of what's filming in the area. They said the Stranger Things cast and the crew are packing up in the next month or so to go to Lithuania, which oh. should be back up to Russia. Whoa. That word's Makes coming sense. out. Maybe, maybe that's what this is. Maybe maybe yeah. that's the tie-in. Yeah. Interesting. Mike, I love so much that you, you have a little bit of an insider's whisper of all yes. the goodness well, that's happening there in the Atlanta area. He lives an hour from Pinewood where they filmed all the Avengers movies. And I stuff. know. Yeah, so all the good I stuff. I mean, he gets Christ. all the good stuff. I it's mean, throw away. Mike has. <laughs> just recently, I passed a uh, production sign, which is probably about four or five miles from my house right there near the interstate. Uh, the production code was uh, the letters TT, which is Falcon and Winter Soldier. So that is, they're, they're in the middle of filming that here as well. Cool, well, man. it looks like uh, there is some confirmation here. This is dealing, remember her from the, from the episode when 11? Yeah. yeah. So there is some definitely huge tie-ins here with the, cool. the, the, the kids. Uh, okay, that gives me even more to look forward to. Yeah. I'm kind of like even more Mike, right what's your number one, buddy? Uh, we're going to go with uh, the uh, return of an old classic. Well, the third installment of an old classic. Okay. Oh, I must have dude. watched that trailer about 15 times already. Oh, man. That new trailer looks so good. I, I just hope it's done right from the way the trailer looks. It looks like it's going to be good. And it mm-hmm. sounds like it's past, on track. You know, good. And even if they transition to the new, just the way I think it looks, I think it's going to be pretty amazing. At least that's what I think it'll be. Well, the Reitman son has took it over, so... Yeah. You know, it's going to be, it's going to have a definitely huge heartfelt touch on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. we know what Alan did to it. Is, without Harold Ramis, but I think, I think they'll do it right. I think Harold will be proud of it because yeah. Ackroyd has had personally overseen a yeah. lot of the production and script for it. And so, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I was very, I was toying with that as my number one too. And I'm, I'm really kind of glad I didn't mention it because I, I, I'm glad you had it. But Ghostbusters is going to be a fantastic afterlife, and mm-hmm. I can't wait for the summer. It's going to be a great year for movies this summer. Sure I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Austin, we're up to you, man. What is your number one? So my number one is something that I'm sure you guys have heard of in the form of either a novel or a film that came out, I believe, in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my number one is Dune. Mm. This is the... New, so have either one of you seen the, the 80s film, Dune? I own it's, it. Um, yeah. Okay, you own it. Okay, yep. so I think that Paul. movie is... Paul. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah see? Yeah. It, it is very um, very of its time and very kind of wacky mm-hmm. of I sorts. Wacky. It, it's wacky. The blue I eyes. I want wacky. I want blue eyes, a, though. <laughs> here's the thing with, with Denis Villeneuve. So 
as you can see from the photo, oh my god, that gets me so excited. So Denis Villeneuve, I believe, is the best filmmaker working. Nolan is two for me. Villeneuve is number one. Uh, he directed movies like Blade Runner 2049, Arrival, Sicario, Prisoners, which I believe are all nines and tens out of tens. So there's a little basis. And let me read off this cast list before I get into what the actual plot's going to be. <clears throat> Dave Bautista, Josh Brolin... Oscar Isaac from Star Wars, Rebecca Ferguson from Mission Impossible, Timothy Chalamet, one of the best up-and-coming actors right now, Javier Bardem from No Country for Old Men, Stellan Skarsgård from Pirates of the Caribbean, Jason Momoa, and Zendaya. That's the cast. I I'm, give me a ticket. Yeah. Let's do this. Dude, yeah. that's a yeah. great cast. And, and the majority of those guys, so I believe the Kings, we're talking... A, a space fantasy epic, and within within on different planets, there are different kingdoms. So think Game of Thrones in space. And the kings, I believe, are going to be Dave Bautista, Jason M Momoa, Oscar Isaac, and Stellan Skarsgård. <laughs> My God. The four kings. And then Chalamet is basically your Luke Skywalker protecting this element uh, going on this adventure across the galaxy, and all of the kings are sending their warriors after these elements. And there's rumors that they're a lightsaber-esque weapon that each of them are going to use. And there are going to be showdowns, battles, and face-offs with each of the individual kings or their bodyguards. Dude. 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 <laughs> Dude. Let me tell you. And this, so Villeneuve came out and said, I love the original film, but we're not going that route. We are keeping this epic. This, and here's what he said. And here's the quote. Lord of the Rings in space. That's what he said. Yeah, this wasn't even on my radar, and it's immediately jumped up to at least the top five. Peter Peter <laughs> Jackson has to Josh be happy Brolin. right now, dude. Thanos <laughs> himself, Josh Brolin, uh, released an Instagram post, and then he he put something online, a quote of him saying, "When I read the script, I cried." <gasps> wow, because that's how much he loved this script. And this is Thanos we're talking about. <laughs> so. Okay. So yeah. everyone, keep an eye out for all the information about Dune. Is this now? Is this releasing this year? So it has the release date. So originally, it was supposed to come out around Tenet, which is July, but they have Oscar faith in this movie, so they pushed it to November. So it is a prime Oscar release date with the ambitions of a box office success, like an epic. November. Basically. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I'm, I'm freaking excited about this now. And I knew they were filming it, but I just didn't know, like, a lot of the details. And thanks for, like, you know, telling us, like, the cast list and stuff, because that makes me even more excited. That, Jeez. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about for all the things we just listed right That's now. insane. Me too. Me too. Well, we're getting ready to wrap up, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock this down to a sentimental level. But before I do that, I want to let you know that there was some pretty cool news. We didn't mention it, but I wanted to mention it for this reason that there were some no negotiations between Universal uh, Productions and Universal Pictures and Comcast between Disney and Marvel Entertainment over the past week. Marvel Entertainment and Disney acquired 100% of the full rights for The Incredible Hulk and yes. Neymar, which means that Neymar could go head-to-head -head, uh, coming up in Black Panther 2. If you've followed any of the comics, you know that the Kingdom of Wakanda and the Kingdom of Atlantis have fought and been, they've been allies and they've been enemies at times. And there was illusions and, and things that were dropped in Endgame and Infinity War of, of things happening in Atlantis or under the sea or, or stuff like that. There was, there was verbiage that were thrown around. 
So I'm pretty excited that um, they're going to be doing that for this. And I know Mike probably won't have a graphic for this, but I'm going to share this anyway. My number one, and this is coming from me. This is not tech. This is not uh, comics. This is not movies. This is not anything. This is Joe Burke. Uh, 2020 is going to be the release date of three big things in my world. And those big things are going to be from three big companies, three big pharmaceutical companies. Now, I'm not endorsing or promoting anything in the pharmaceutical industry, so let me get that clause out. But if you know or have followed me on Instagram or social media, you know that I live with a blood disorder called hemophilia. 2020 the FDA is going to be releasing three products on the market that are gene therapies that is going to radically change the way I live life. And they're using the word cure for the first time. So oh, wow. 2020, and the reason I said this, and I could have done this on one of my other channels, but for me, 2020 is going to be a game changer. It already has been for me. But the fact that these products are coming out and it's a one-time infusion and I will never have another problem for the rest of my life, that's a big deal. That's and so 2020 deal. is going to be another year for me to where things are going to be fresh and new. And so uh, if you're following these out, there will be Biomarin, Spark Therapeutics, and Sar Sargar Sargarona are the other three main um, competitors for this. But um, be following that 2020. This is the first time that the FDA will be approving a gene therapy in the United States of America. That is amazing and yours truly is at the top of the list so <laughs> there we go so that's what i wanted to share with you guys and so uh a little personal note that's my number one that's i was struggling to share with that i, I was just like should i say this but i don't know but yeah you know what why not but yeah. we're all part of the family here but i'm actually really excited about the merger with with universal and hulk and 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 disney acquiring all the rights now that means that you disney and marvel now can create an incredible hulk film yeah. So, uh, but yes, that was my honorable mention, but my big one is definitely what progressions we're making in the bleeding disorders community for 2020. Awesome. I'm pretty excited what about awesome. it. Yeah, man. Mike. So, uh, is there anything I've missed or is there anything that uh, we need to, is there any other honorable mentions that we should probably throw oh, out? There's so many things out there. I just, I, I can't. I was sitting here racking my brain today. I was like, man, there's so much. I could do a top 10 list. I mean, there's stuff. We would be here all night. Like, <laughs> it's just like what <laughs> there's like stuff that's been pushed back to 2021 that you know like guardians 3 yeah. or the witcher season they're kind of like i don't know 20 2021 i don't know when it's gonna happen but it'll happen you know there's all of these things that are kind of like we don't know when exactly they're coming out so right. i didn't put it on the list what you got we got awesome masters of the universe series on netflix i believe that is yeah oh. that is scheduled for this year yes uh, Kevin Smith. there you go yeah is yes. it now is that a, is a live action or animated it is a animated but it's also described as being the art style of a japanese anime which is really cool but it also ties into the 80s television show it's supposed to tell everyone what happened afterwards interesting yeah. Well, yeah, netflix man. has a similar uh anime type show ultraman the 1960s ultraman yes yes that style would be really good because i enjoyed the ultraman series that show was man good. japanese anime is mind-blowing what they can do with yeah. that stuff yeah i love manga but um all right guys so that is episode 105 in a nutshell that is our top three things that we are most anticipated for in the year ahead i mean 2020 is going to be a spectacular year any way you look at it and just all the films, the technologies, the things that are coming out. And 
I mean, we didn't even mention like tablets and phones and devices and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's going to be a crazy year for, for a lot of things in a lot of good ways. And one of the trends that I was seeing on some of my forums I was reading is that tech is going to become more simplized. And what I mean by that is you're going to be seeing technologically advanced things, but in a very simplistic way. Uh, so uh, it was a kind of a trend that I'm seeing. So uh, pretty cool. Exactly. I was uh, interested in um, just as a general, you know, um, what they're going to come out for the VR world this year because uh, uh, they're, they're making more strides with the, with basically uh, the, the VR headsets, you know, mm -hmm. compared to where they were a year ago and a lot of new mm -hmm. uh video cards that are coming out that enhance the, you know, VR experience to, you know, when it was originally introduced a few years ago to where it was affordable to everybody to have it. And now the car, the video cards are starting to enhance what they have, you know, to, to enhance your existing VR headsets. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, you think about it, uh, the PlayStation five and the new Xbox, those graphic cards are going to be so enhanced that they are very much so capable to handle the next generation VR. Definitely. So wow. yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if we'll be hearing companies like Industrial Light and Magic on board creating games for these experiences. So, Bring all right, all right, guys. Well, that is it. Uh, awesome, Burke. Uh, begin the wrap up, my friend. Oh yes. Uh, yes. So wrapping things up here. <laughs> I am Austin Burke at the Burkeinator. You guys can search and find me. Uh, we are also part of a newly formed creative group known as the Creative multiverse for more great media content artwork and more find us on facebook twitter and instagram at the creative multiverse if you are creative if you produce content or have a talent we want to see it and we would like for you guys to share it with us in the multiverse also connect with us on social media you can find us on facebook instagram tumblr twitter and pinterest all at popxcast send comments and suggestions to us via email popxcast at gmail.com also for future and past shows visit our official website, www.popxcast.com. Oh, yeah. And I am Lindsay Badger, and you can find me at LR Badger all over the social places in the interwebs. Yeah. And you can also check out my creative side over on at Badger Mates. Mm -hmm. And we want to give a huge shout-out to Wirecast and all of our friends over there, Mr. Stephen Haywood and Telestream for all of the goodness that they help and support our little show here. So thank you, sir and crew. Mr. Haywood, the Haywood, man, sir. the myth, the tech buzz. All right. And I am Joseph Burke, AKA at Joseph Burke arts on social media. And of course, hats off always to my amazing team, team pop X on this episode and Mr. Mike Ippolito all the way up in Catlanta, Georgia, mm -hmm. or shall we say Hotlanta? Oh, look, look, what? <laughs> the Swiss Army nice of lightsabers. I love it. Got the corkscrew in there for the wine bottle. Look at that. That's amazing. All right. Anyway, join us next time in about three weeks on episode 106 as we're going to dive into Birds of Prey. We're going to be talking about, I guess, the first official comic movie of 2020 as Margot Robbie reprises her role of Harley Quinn. Uh, from Mr. J. And so uh, we're going to be discussing that film, and uh, it's going to be really awesome. And so join us for that. And guys, welcome. It's 2020. Happy New Year. I hope you guys are having a great start to your your year, and it's going to be a, another great year of PopX here on PopX Cast. So thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And from all of us here, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
From everyone at PopX Cast, thanks for listening. Please make sure to like our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash popxcast, and click the follow button to get our live stream notifications. Drop us an email, popxcast at gmail.com. Be sure to check out this and more great content on the Ghana Geek Network at ghanageek.com. Get your geek on! <laughs>